0: Welcome to the Scottish podcast by Scottish people about Scottish things. We're three lifelong friends and displaced Scotsmen who get together to talk about our homeland, the weird stuff that happens there, and to remind us why we are the way we are. Welcome to This Will Do Nicely. Hello everybody and welcome to today's story with Rory. I am Rory and I am joined by my two uh, time-travelling historians... Jonathan and Christopher and today we have two very special guests. Um, I believe they both have their PhDs in Outlander lore and so they're coming and joining us on the show as bona fide Outlander experts. Um, So anything that potentially that we get wrong in terms of plot or characters or actors, it is going to be both Amanda and Tim Box's false. So,
1: hello. Thank you for joining. Hello. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you for having us. Yeah, so,
2: thanks.
1: Yeah, we uh we studied at the South Harmon Institute of Technology, um SHI, <laughs> and that's where we got our degrees <laughs> in letter <outlier> studies. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like
3: this is kind of uh, Amanda's idea. This uh, this episode in a way. Um she sent just to give a bit of background <laughs> oh uh so <clears throat> those of us who who don't know, um, Tim is uh, one of our super fans. I think he he literally has the t shirt to prove it now. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> uh, oh, he's and, wearing
1: it even better.
3: Are you wearing it? I Fantastic. What's occasion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it looks lovely. It's very nice. Where's my t shirt yeah, again, Johnny? Johnny? Where's,
0: where's ours? He yeah. gave
3: me he gave
0: uh, Rory. I, was, I think gave you've gave got me a, me bandana. a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Malcolm the Manatee bandana. That's not the same as uh, yeah. yeah. Merchandise for our own effing podcast.
4: Yeah, season three, mm. we'll get them out, don't
3: worry. Um, yeah. So Tim has obviously been going back and forth with us for a while on uh, on various uh, social media and stuff like that. He he leaves uh three a.m. phone calls on a regular basis. Um, <laughs> hey boys, you, know, you up? Just yeah, uh, <laughs> thirst trapping all over the place. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then one day we just got this incredibly aggressive email from Amanda Ah! just uh, (laughs) barreling in uh, insisting that we finally uh, put our money where our mouth is and do an episode on Outlander Uh, so I mean do you want to talk us through like I say rather than a story with Rory this let's have a shandy with Mandy nice
1: uh, (laughs) yes (laughs) <clears throat> you want me to start, or do you want? To start?
2: No, you do. I'm okay. Re- okay, I'm really nervous. Yeah.
1: So, so rather <laughs> so, than going to therapy, you know, I decided it would be a good idea to email a random Scottish <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <That is laughs> entirely and, uh, true. <laughs> a, you
4: know, we're actually more expensive than therapy, so you get a nice bill <laughs> after the after the show. So at least I got
1: a shirt out of it, right? yeah yeah so you know um, (laughs) crippling (laughs) depression (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know instead of going to therapy for her she chose outlander so now finally these two interests have converged
0: hells bells (laughs) outlander is not something you want to watch for therapeutic reasons is it you know it's pretty dark at times it's pretty rapey <laughs> yeah. it's like wow. every 20 yeah. minutes yeah i know it was a rough time back then but my goodness I, look i i don't want to take over i don't want to throw out my opinions too much
4: but i only <laughs> there's the review right i right there. watched pretty rapey one i star. watched a lot of outlander <laughs> in the
0: past week and i am not easily shocked but i was shocked and disturbed
3: i only did you or did you order some perils off amazon to clutch
0: Oh, yes. I And I broke them and had to order some more. The... <laughs> the all right. Just look. Okay. Okay. The whole point of this episode, we're going to talk about Outlander. I'm going to give a bit of uh, a spiel about well, where it came from, the stories, the the novels and the TV show and the writer and all that type of stuff. But I just want to get off, the, off my chest. I need to speak to somebody about it. Uh, Amanda. Is it Amanda or is it Mandy, by the way?
2: It's Amanda. Amanda. <laughs> Is it a big no for me? Gonna, I'll try and th-
3: <laughs> I'll try and think of something that rhymes with Amanda.
2: Um, uh, just give me
3: yeah.
0: a sec. Uh, Rory can talk. Yeah. So Amanda, <laughs> what is your? Um, what was your take on the finale of season one?
2: Um, that was horrible. <laughs> that, that with Jamie, right? And yeah,
0: Jamie and the, and Black Jack is his name, I think.
2: Yeah. Um. It it's really bad. That's actually one of the things we wrote. Just. The whole uh, rape. Well, it becomes... Really bad.
0: So here's what... Here was my experience. So I decided um, to watch the first and last episode of every season. So I watched the first episode, (laughs) most of the second episode, and then (laughs) skipped to that episode, where it is an entire episode of uh, the villain of the show, which is also... Claire the main protagonist's husband in the 40s is also the villain back in the 1700s. Yeah,
3: yeah I I watched some of season 1 and um it's it, that's the plot device that's used in uh pantomime versions of peter pan and in the original jumanji (laughs) film so yes very very similar that's that's the bar that outlander has set itself at it's literally ripping (laughs) plot devices out of jumanji yes
0: (laughs) but with a lot more like hardcore horror torture
3: rape don't get me wrong all that stuff probably happens to Robin Williams while he's trapped in the game. <laughs> which imagine, I don't know. We that happens off camera. We just don't know.
1: I mean, it's a proven formula, right? You get you get your uh, audience to care about a character, and then you just brutally uh, rape one of them every season, and it you know no. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's really bad. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it's shocking
0: and weird. And I, I, look, I will say, I think they handle that stuff pretty well. I think one of the positive things about it is it's a female protagonist and it's very, it, it's mainly sex positive. Like she's driving like the the sexual encounters and the chemistry between her and Jamie is obviously very good or like um, the actor, the two actors, their chemistry is very good. But I just couldn't get my head around the scene of, it opens with them spooning and then it's full frontal <laughs> cock and balls
3: Uh, it's (laughs) hang on are we talking about outlander or jumanji
0: uh well i haven't honestly i haven't seen jumanji in a while so
3: okay i don't remember everything all right okay oh
0: very similar scenes but so how did how did you come to it amanda why why do you why do you like it so much what what is it that appeals to you and you have to answer this time don't let your husband speak for you oh
2: my god what would
0: what would claire say
2: what would claire say
0: (laughs) we don't if if Jamie
4: tried to step in and speak for her, what would she say?
2: Oh my gosh, I
4: not Here comes the memoranda from Amanda.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, no. <laughs> um, I don't know.
4: Live from your veranda. Okay. <laughs> let's go kill. Let's go kill a panda.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I guess he-
4: I, I can't quite understand. Oh my uh, god! Let's see.
5: He loves Oh my god! I don't know. <laughs> you to go be
3: su- suffering from COVID somewhere or something like that in the corner. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think I still am.
2: Um, I don't know. I think just because too we started watching it during the lockdown, and we just got super interested in. All this history stuff too. That was another reason we looked into all the history of it and that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Because I think even the like the sex scenes and stuff, they're ridiculous. And I'm like, okay, can we just get to the parts where they're like trying to- Sorry.
0: I I assumed you meant the money shot. Um well look. (laughs) look, So for those that don't know. And based on the emails and the Facebook messages and the Instagram messages that we got, I don't think there's one listener to this podcast who doesn't know what Outlander is and hasn't watched it all in its entirety. But for, I guess, for Chris and Johnny, uh, this is a background uh, of Outlander, the TV show. Um, So it's a series of books by the same name written by Deanna Gabaldon, um I'm, I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced because i like to get names wrong um oh. <laughs> gabaldon gabaldon good gabaldon? good scottish name yeah. there <laughs> um so there's been eight books released there's a plan to re- release two more so 10 in total she is uh a nice lady from scottsdale arizona born january 11th 1952 she studied. she's not even she's not even from scotland no Absolutely not. Oh, this explains so much yes. about the show. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: This is um, terrible. This is horrible.
0: Stay with me. You, you'll find out where she got her inspiration from. So, uh,
2: I've all this. I'm pretty sure. So, keep going.
0: Okay. Uh, I mean, you can definitely you can definitely interrupt. Feel free um, and correct me if I'm wrong. As our resident Outlander spurts, um So she studied zoology, marine biology at university. She has a PhD in behavioral ecology. So she knows a lot about animals. She's a very, very smart lady. Um, She wrote uh, for science magazines. She wrote textbooks. Uh, She did a lot of writing for computer science and scientific computation. Um, She even wrote like comic strips for Disney. But it seemed like she wanted to write more fiction. She was more interested in kind of stepping away from the more academical side of her writing. And so she decided to write a novel in 1988. Um, And with no real intention of publishing it or really even showing it to anybody, it was just a case of like, uh, I'm going to practice how to write a novel just to kind of figure out how to do it. Um, And the science fiction history side of it made sense given her academic background. Um, And so she started writing Outlander. But she was inspired by. And Amanda, do you know what she was inspired by? Where she got her idea? Is that what you said earlier that you 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 knew why she was inspired by?
2: Um, no, I just knew that she was like a major oh. in in the sciences. Like she wasn't. I don't know. I don't know what <clears> is no, it. She's a, so it's,
0: it was an episode of Doctor Who. She oh. happened to watch an episode of Doctor Who, and it was oh, featured okay. a Scottish soldier from the 1700s. The soldier's name was Jamie. And he was played by an actor called Fraser. So that's where we get Jamie Fraser, the main
3: character from Uh, the TV show. That's like a say what you see thing right there. Um, Yeah. You know. Uh, Yes. I mean, like, I I think the the history side of it made sense. It's like, remember the scene in Family Guy when he asks him what his name is?
1: And he (laughs) sees P, T, Griffin, Peter Griffin.
3: Yes,
0: I mean, that's ultimately what she did. I I think she was just kind of obsessed with this, you know, old-timey Scotsman in a kilt, but out-of-time science fiction twist to it. Um, So she creates this... That's her setting, is 18th century Scotland. And then she has the protagonist of the story, which is this English... World War II nurse called Claire uh is it boucamp Is that how
2: I think it's Beecham, Claire Beecham.
0: Oh beecham That would be how the English pronounce it, but it's a French last name. So Buchamp. sense. Well, the French, beecham the French makes version
3: sense. the French version would be Beauchamp.
0: Beauchamp, that's right. Yeah. You yeah. Philistine. Yeah, well look, that's why I got you. <laughs> um but yes, I think you're right. Cla claire claire Stop yelling into the Be-go- mic <laughs>
3: This is, this is
0: going to be the last <laughs> Zoom call all over again. I want to be able to use your audio.
3: <laughs> I'm very excited. I know. I like having guests on. <laughs> I know.
0: Um, yeah, but you're right, because she's an English person, so they will call her Claire Beecham uh, in the show, most likely. Um, so she inadvertently gets stuck back in time, 200 years in Scottish history, and around the time of the Jacobite uprising, uh, a story that we'll never tell in this podcast, uh, as long <laughs> as I have my way. Um, <clears throat> and despite being married in the 1940s, she soon falls in love with a tall, handsome, smart, dashing, and very ginger Jamie Fraser. Um, uh, I guess this makes her an out-philanderer. Um,
3: Oh, uh. mm-hmm,
0: thank you. Um, when
3: did you when did you come up when did you come up with that one?
0: Uh, probably like midway through today. Very okay. angry at work. Uh, <laughs> so the the books revolve around Claire, her experiences as a modern woman out of time during a tumultuous period of Scottish and British history, um, and then her century spanning relationship with Jamie. Uh, with Ginger Jimmy. Um, In June to 2013, uh, the stars, the TV channel, picked up the rights for a 16-episode series. Um, Filming started in Scotland in September of that year. Uh, They started casting um, just before that. So Sam Hugan was cast as Jamie pretty quickly. Um, Despite the author of the books, uh, Diana... Gabaldon, thinking that he was weird looking. So there's this story of her seeing all these photos of people and the the studio basically came to her and was like, this is who we're going to be for, uh, this is who's going to play Jamie. And she was like, he is weird looking. And I have to kind of agree with her. Like, I know he's, you know, McDreamy, but I think (laughs) take away the hair and the accent, he's a bit of an odd looking man. I I
3: he's got sc- sharp features.
4: <clears throat> I don't know. I think he looks quite handsome. Quite chiseled, dude. He's got yeah, a strong jawline. Yeah. It's a tiny face and a big head.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh no.
4: Does have a big head, yeah. He, he, yeah,
3: it's quite a square head in some ways. Um I don't know. I think I think both you and uh Diana Garibaldi are being uh <laughs> a little bit harsh.
0: Yeah, maybe. Well, she did warm up to him and now she very much can't think of Jamie without thinking of him which makes sense Um, side note, doing a little bit of reading about um, Sam Huygen I found out that his mum and dad were part of a hippie commune when he was growing up called Gandalf's Garden and it was based (laughs) on the works of J.R. Tolkien (laughs) which is why he is named after Samwise (laughs) Ganji
1: That's, uh, that's Gandalf's
0: great. garden. Yep,
1: <laughs> Gandalf's garden. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was a fascinating revelation.
3: Where Where is the Netflix documentary on that?
0: Oh, I know. It's got to be coming soon, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely some violations of magical rings in that commune. Rory. Yes. Excuse me. What?
3: Uh.
0: Uh, so, Catriona Balf uh Is that how you would pronounce that uh, Irish last name? B A L F E?
2: I think so, from what I.
0: Yeah. That makes sense to me. Okay. Thank you. As our, again, our resident expert.
2: Irish <laughs> or <laughs> Scottish or. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: so she was cast very late on, literally like just a couple of weeks before they were due to start filming. But. Everybody was very excited by the two of them because their chemistry was and is undeniable. um I don't know about what you guys think, but I think that's what really is one of the more appealing things about the show is the two actors definitely have a chemistry that like is almost palpable at times.
2: yeah, you agree I, yeah, i really I mean, yeah obviously we probably wouldn't have kept watching the show if they were like horrible (laughs) (laughs) um i love katrina Balf. i i know like everything about her i
0: I mean she's a babe there's no doubt about it
2: pretty, i love her and she just had a baby and um yeah but uh what was it so
3: our so our nickname now could be katrina Melf.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there you go. Thank you, everyone.
1: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Zing.
0: So the show was released August 2014 in the US and in Canada and in Australia. It was not released in the UK until March 2015. Now you might be asking yourself, why would a TV show set in Scotland about Scotland, filmed in Scotland, be released? close to a year after it was released around the rest of the world. Now, if we remember, there was a small event happening in Scotland at the time. There was this little referendum uh, in September of 2014 regarding Scottish independence from Britain. And in the Sony email hacks, they discovered that (laughs) Prime Minister David Cameron had emailed them requesting a delay in the release of the show because he suspected that it would drive Scottish patriotism to such a degree that more people would be more likely to vote for Scottish independence after having watched Outlander.
3: Are you? That's insane. I know. I didn't. I'd never, I hadn't
0: heard <laughs> I that. I
2: did not know that either.
3: Absolutely <clears throat> fucking mental. <laughs> so Cameron like personally emailed them or it was one of That's, his lackeys that did it?
0: So I've not seen the email. I went looking to see if I could get a copy of it, but a lot of the stuff has been taken down, so I couldn't see it, but it says it was David Cameron in particular. That's who they reference when they're
3: That's talking about it. That's incredible. Yeah. I wonder I wonder how they knew about it. Maybe he'd been on holiday to the US and he'd just kind of seen it in his well, hotel room and he was like, Oh my god, we <laughs> got fucked. <laughs> <you> <laughs> This makes the Scots look so bloody good.
0: He's so goddamn handsome.
3: Oh, my um, God, they're so sexy. We need to cancel this show.
5: <laughs>
0: no, because it, it had all been filmed in Scotland. There was all these deals about giving them tax breaks. They built, like, a new set just for this show in Scotland. So he was aware of it. It was a significant, like, financial endeavor for the country at the time. So he knew that it was happening. Um and yeah, he obviously saw it as a threat. I mean, he obviously it's hadn't wondering. seen the show because, well, again, really I said pay. it would be positive. Doesn't pay the well, English. That was,
4: that was the thing that tipped over <laughs> Scottish independence was the release of Outlander. But, like,
1: finally.
0: but think about it. The vote was like 50% to 51%. So I like, done, which obviously that. doesn't make sense. So it was like 49 to 51. But imagine, imagine like they'd release Outlander <laughs> and it just tipped it. And it changes the entire
4: course of our history. <laughs> that 1% <Yeah>. cancel up.
0: <laughs> Bananas. Um, so it was an immediate success. Second season was greenlit immediately after the pilot aired. Uh, we have just been treated to episode one of season six, which was released the other day. Um, and apparently a prequel is in the works. Um, yeah, so I don't know if that's breaking news for a lot of people but it's only just been talked are, are, about recently
3: are we breaking that news we right might now? be breaking this yes Does what, it, um, is it is, is yeah. it starring emily blunt and dwayne the rock johnson <laughs> <laughs> no thank
0: god um it, it's it's one line right at the bottom of the wikipedia page um and so i went reading a few more articles it's not being confirmed the prequel but there is a strong suggestion that they're working on it And it's going to be based on a short story that Garibaldi wrote um, called Virgins based on Jamie and somebody else being in France about as mercenaries when they're like 19 years old. So make of that what you will. It's going to be sexy. Don't, don't worry about it. It's
4: going to be really sexy. But that's it. That's oh. Outlander. That's
0: that's that's where we are. Can I ask
4: a clarifying question? Does this is going to tell you how much I've watched of it? But like, does she go back and forward in time? I know she like ends up in old time Scotland, but does she like come back and forward? And does he ever get to like modern day? Also, Amanda, so, you want to take that one?
2: I don't think. Yeah, he's not. He can't go back in time, from what we know. I don't know. Season six just came out. You <laughs> know, still um, a chance. <laughs> um, she does go back in time. And it was after the Battle of Culloden. Right? It was.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> it was just before because they're they're getting ready to go oh, to the battle. Yes. The battle, and he says it's too dangerous. You need to go back home. And then she doesn't know what happens, and she gets stuck there for like twenty years. Yeah. And then right. there's a big reveal when they finally, you know, she goes back after her husband conveniently gets hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she she okay?
1: but how
3: how did she get back though because i know from I, I, like as i say i've seen some of season one I, I know how she gets there in the first place but like is it a sort of narnia situation where she's goes through a wardrobe and it's a delorean she, she's or is it delorean <laughs> i mean yeah. what are we talking about here <laughs> Tony Stark turns it
0: up with the a wall. She just walks she back through the
2: stuff. She does the exact same thing she did. The <laughs> yeah, first well, time. that's why
1: it's confusing, right? Because that's like,
2: one of the things that we yeah. Yeah. So one of really... the
1: so we we pretty much assembled a list of positives and negatives. Um, you know, positives you kind of touched on already, casting, you know, their their chemistry. Uh, you know, I had the four S's, scenery, style, sex in Scotland. It's all really good, but idea. we kind of talked over those. Um, but yeah, you know, the magic just really isn't explained at yeah, all. Yeah, because like,
2: later on in, in some of the other seasons, because um, they're in America or they're in North Carolina. Is it North
1: Carolina? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Which is in America. I guess I know. Okay.
1: <laughs> is, that, is, is, that an, is that an exclusive as well? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so she finds out that like some Native American was back in time. And then it just never goes back to it, and you're like, well, how did they go back? Well, back? well,
1: not only that, there was like a a literal like Native American ghost haunting her yeah. for like one episode, and then that just kind of
2: <laughs> just yeah, then she's gets like put
1: on the back burner and just nothing yeah, else. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> know. Like, to
3: give where are we
4: selling the good point? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: to
3: give to give the
0: writer the benefit of the doubt, she's right. She's already written eight books by that point. You're just writing down any old shit. It's like fuck it, ghosts. Yeah, I mean, if we're time traveling, why not be ghosts? Yeah,
1: <laughs>
3: she she sh- she did that with the uh, with Doctor Who. Then she's just watched the Lone Ranger, and yes. she's like, "All uh, right, how do I get this in into... here?" Yeah, <laughs> you
0: see? yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, so do, do they ever explain whether she can just go back to the 1940s? Because I again, I'm not I've not watched all of it so I do see that I, I've seen that she appears them. uh I'm about half I have a few episodes into season two when I said I was going to do the first and last I stopped pretty quickly because I was just <laughs> busy um but uh why why doesn't she just go straight back to the stones when she to f- go back to her
2: original to go back to like her day
0: day life? one yeah
2: because she they like captured her. This they the Scots captured her and they found right. out she was a healer and they were like, We need you. So you're staying with us. <laughs> yeah.
1: So she she tries to go back once and then they cap they catch her again like right yeah. as she's there.
2: So and then she was you about know. to leave and they go back to their village or whatever, and she's all healing everybody because she's from the 40s and she um they were like, "Yeah, you're gonna stay here a little longer, and then she couldn't get back
3: but mm. also the set the sexy man probably helps,
1: yeah uh, eventually you <laughs> you know what, getting
2: like that. came way uh, well, I guess not came a little <laughs> later than that <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. there was chemistry, sexy chemistry between them immediately. she forgot about nineteen forties husband within about ten minutes
1: pretty quickly yeah Yeah.
3: that's the thing that that's the thing that i couldn't get past in the pilot of outlander was she goes back in time all of a sudden she sees english and scottish soldiers fighting each other and she's like all right i'm in let's do this (laughs) let's uh there's, there's there's no adjustment period she gets taken to a castle there's some chambermaid that waits on her and like bathes her and puts a dress on her and she's like all right what's for dinner
0: that that is (laughs) that's the adjustment period that's when she she becomes comfortable with it all is the moment she puts a dress on she has a sleep and then she puts a fancy dress on she's like yes 1740s i'm into this and she's done no the rest of it's real life though
3: you would if it was real life you would you would have a mental breakdown
1: well well, the one thing that convinces her too is like that i didn't really get is the you know she gets captured and she they put her on a horse and uh she looks over out at, like, the, the landscape of, like, Inverness. Isn't that what it oh, is? Oh, yes. And she had just been looking at the same landscape, and there was, you know, there was lights and, and a city. And then she's standing in the same spot, and she looks out, and that's, like, all she needs. Okay, yeah.
2: I, I, am, I guess I'm back in time. As
1: if she just remembered exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that's all it took, and then she's just fully invested. Yeah. <laughs> in <this laughs> world.
3: I understand how this works. I've got to go to the stones. I get all of this.
1: Fine. I'm in charge now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, then they change how the like the mechanics of the magic work too. Like half, you know, like well into the show, like because she just goes through the stones the first time, but then like the next time she has to have like a gem or something, doesn't she?
2: Oh, wasn't that part of it? I think they think she has to have a gem. No, because gems
1: involved. You guys
2: didn't watch it. (laughs) 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 Kayla thinks. Doesn't
1: make sense yeah it's just
2: very not clear on how how exactly people are traveling back in time and the natives I'm, I really am curious about that how the heck did natives well, well
1: and the the ghost of the Scotsman in like the first episode oh yeah which, that's, is... which is
2: clearly Jamie it's Jamie you can tell
0: wait there's a ghost in the first episode I don't even remember that yeah yeah like when they're that's when she's why. with
2: her
1: first husband yeah. in the 40s and they're saying in the hotel
0: oh the yeah hotel, the yeah, pair yeah, of the, of the, the peeping tone yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So he does go. See, I don't know.
1: Gotta wait for the finale. I guess so. <laughs> so, um, all-, all right. So, the reason we're
3: doing this is obviously season six kicked off this week. Um, were you satisfied with the first episode? Okay. Well, you fell asleep.
2: It was so boring. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> okay. I just wish they would have sped it up a little bit because the ending was good something happened what did you think yeah
1: i don't know i think they were setting this setting the stage a little bit for you know events that the are going to happen gonna in the next happen. episodes but yeah um yeah you know obviously it's the same theme of sexual assault and her trying yeah. to act bottle it all down and act like everything's okay and she um invents ether so that's, that's one thing like, because wow. she's a surgeon. So she, she invents <laughs> yeah. ether on her own and then proceeds to just get lit on ether at the end of the episode. I was
2: like, Oh, wait a second. We need so more of this. Yeah. What just happened? She just passed out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that was uh, pretty much all it was, you know? And, and then just, you know, they had a flashback scene to when he was in the prison.
2: Yeah. It's just kind of
1: interesting. And they added some, uh, I don't know some drama with the guy's brother who had raped Claire. He kind of came back, and they're squabbling a little bit. Mm -hmm. How many times does Claire get raped in this
3: show? Because it sounds like an awful lot.
2: At least five.
3: Oh my god!
2: Per woman. It's not just her.
1: It's just it's like every
2: character and her
3: husband
0: and her daughter.
1: And there's a female rape because young Ian gets raped by
2: By the the witch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: it's a lot. Like. Yeah. You can't you can't read anything about it without reading about the sex and the sexual assault and it's
3: harrowing. And David Cameron thought <laughs> this was gonna be a selling point for yeah. Scotland. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <All of it. laughs> I mean we've established David Cameron's an idiot. Yeah. Um Wow. Yes, agreed. Agreed. So would you say neither of you been have been to Scotland, right? No, no. Would you say that Outlander made you more or
1: less likely to go and visit Scotland? I would say more.
2: I would say more.
1: You know, I I have to say, like, especially in season one, and we were kind of talking about this earlier. um, It is a really beautiful show, in my opinion. You know, especially growing up in Bakersfield, California. You know, seeing some of the landscape, and you know, I think you mentioned like they used all natural lighting. Yeah, that was something I read. They used like all. Mm -hmm.
2: And it was it's just really pretty there. I mean, it looks really pretty.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just you know, the whole whole overall aesthetic of it. It's it's pretty beautiful, you know, and um, I think that's something that really kind of draws you in, especially if you're not Scottish, right?
3: Uh yeah, don't believe in it. It's all fate. It's all
0: fate.
1: <laughs> it's all green <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> I, I wanna believe. I wanna believe. <laughs>
0: have you so uh, johnny you've watched a wee bit of it right mm-hmm. what do you think about do you feel it represents scotland in a positive way
4: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's it's i'm a bit torn on it because like part of me would just answer that question no it does not because i I think like the, it just feels a bit like hammy over the top scot like view of scotland but I haven't watched a lot of it. But then, at the same time, I think it's really there's something very powerful about like hearing people who watch it and then want to visit a place you're from. Like that, that's a good thing overall. But I, I think there might be better ways of representing it in TV than this show is doing itself. But I don't think the outcome of people like being more interested in Scotland and its history and what went on there is a, is a bad is a bad overall outcome. Yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I just can't tell.
0: I want it to be super positive, and it does seem to be having a positive impact, but it's so harrowing. Mm-hmm. It has technically, and Chris, I think you've got some information on this, but it has technically done well for Scotland,
1: yeah. at least
0: from a tourism standpoint.
3: Yeah, I I, I found a couple of interesting articles. I, there was one from a few days ago that's that's gone up um, just off the back of the new season, although I did find an interesting one from about just before the pandemic hit, actually, it was like seventh of February, twenty twenty. So that was about two weeks before everything shut down. Um, and <laughs> Sam Hugan Hugan uh, gave an Hugen. In, gave an interview with uh, Radio Samwise Hugan. Sorry, Samwise Hugan, as his real name is, uh, gave an interview <laughs> with uh, Radio Times, and he he suggested that Scotland had actually kind of failed to fully capitalize on it, and he believed that Scotland kind of recognised. The, although they recognized the show at the time that they, they were a bit late to it, and that probably tallies with what you're saying, Rory about <laughs> David Cameron trying to <laughs> suppress it uh but at the time to uh in twenty twenty he said um he was asked whether he thought Scottish people were proud of the show, and he said, I think they are I think Scotland was actually kind of unaware of what's been happening here for many years. I think we were yeah. under under the radar a little bit, and I think finally they've realized I think Scottish tourism has has risen dramatically so so that does kind of tally then uh the the national did an, did this article a few days ago uh where uh, said that visit scotland which is um our tourism chiefs i guess uh published this new research showing the so-called outlander effect on on the country and they found that new figures published by um, the National Tourism Organization show that even despite restrictions and temporary closures uh, during 2020, Outlander-related attractions saw more than 1.7 million visitors, which for Scotland is a massive number. Um, yeah, And some of those, the most popular locations, were uh, B. Craig's Country Park, Muir of Onside Country Park, Culloden Visitor Centre... Uh, the glencoe visitor center and glasgow cathedral. And apparently uh in 2019 visitor numbers at outlander related attractions peaked at 3.2 million in 2019. So that was before covid obviously. Then there was a big drop in 2020 as you might expect. But I mean there was clearly like there's clearly a huge appetite for it. Um I know that uh obviously speaking to our mums on a regular basis Scotland was very strict uh with um, the the lockdown uh, m- much longer than many places in America and even other places in England, and it's only really kind of opened up in the last couple of months. So I, I'm sure it's taken a big hit um, in 2021. But uh, you know, if if Outlander is still going for a, at least another year, maybe longer, then it's going to hopefully lead to huge tourism boom and and probably in places that you wouldn't really think to go to so i'm assuming you know inverness is where loch ness is so that's already got a big tick but uh if if are yeah, places like that so you're talking about no no no. i'm saying like if you go to scotland usually you go for like glasgow and edinburgh and stuff yeah. and then these places that would be off the kind of beaten path um maybe in in some respects um that it, it's it's kind of cool to uh to, to give a, a shout out to places like Glencoe and things like that you know they yeah. are very important for Scottish history but people I'd imagine mostly Americans um th- who come and visit and don't know about and the show's given them that bit of um extra incentive to go and uh, see something else in the country extra sexy magic yeah <laughs> Extra sexy magic with yeah, the, but always being on guard just in case. That's the line for the campaign. Yeah.
4: Visit Scotland. Extra sexy magic.
0: Yeah, you're welcome, Nicola Sturgeon. <laughs> um, yeah, it does seem to have had a massive boost to our tourism. I don't think Hugan's wrong because I barely knew about it, and I do think Scotland. We're, we're very cynical in general. And anything, we're immediately suspicious of anything that is kind of made by other people about Scotland, I think mainly because of things like Braveheart. Um, and we just think, well, you're just, you, you're not necessarily taking the piss out of us, but it's all like Scotland's not just bagpipes and kilts and claymores. But from what I, from what little I'd seen and but what I've read, I think uh the, the the writer um does a very good job of getting the history correct and even like the scottishness of it correct in terms of it's not too overtly twee and, and it's even nice the fact that they had gallic throughout a lot of the show uh, and just kept that in and didn't didn't translate it, didn't kind of... It, I, th- I guess it immersed you more in the the main character 's perspective, because she didn't understand the language. So I guess it was probably a narrative technique. But it was nice hearing Gaelic on TV again, although I was a little bit offended by the fact that Netflix just kept on referring to it as a foreign language. <laughs> they were speaking a foreign <laughs> language, and I was like, well, it's Scottish <laughs> people in Scotland
3: speaking the scottish language I, I, which I, part of this is foreign i would have enjoyed the like subtitles just to be like unintelligible grunting or something like that
1: <laughs> so i just said nope.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i i i just i want to go back to the scottish reluctance on you know not trusting shiny new things that are popular as well I, yes. just for the tourism thing um so another article here that i got from the bbc Said that locations for some shows, such as Dune Castle uh, near Stirling, had seen visitor numbers rise by two hundred percent. But the headline is like how the Outlander affects a double-edged sword. So the next question, the next sentence is: Along with the tourism boost comes wear and tear on footpaths. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Scotland! Somebody, please think of the footpaths.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Those
0: seven thousand-year-old footpaths oh that's insane (laughs) yeah um so we've obviously heard from our resident uh outlander experts but um we also did reach out to the readers via the social medias and the emails and stuff like that and asked for their opinions um and i think we mentioned a couple of episodes that the the feedback was incredible like it was one of the most uh involved responses we've ever got people were sending us little literal dissertations on again like you two oh, sorry. the both the positives <laughs> and the negatives it was some people were
4: just like it's very invested yeah, it like was it. incredible yeah. it's like you know when you you sort of turn over a rock and loads of things fly at once it was a bit like that. <laughs> I mean, we have a
1: dissertation in front of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um I so I wanna
0: I wanna I think we should go through some of these. Um, I mean, the first paragraph of this, like seven message Instagram message that I got. <laughs> that's from uh, that's from Karen, correct?
3: Yes. Do you, do it you, ends. Do you want to kick, yeah, sure, kick I, off I with it, Karen? Because yeah. we don't usually get many messages on Instagram, so this one to get like what was it four or five messages in a row or something like that? No, no, yeah, it was like about seven
0: like and they're all long uh which is great thank you for for writing (laughs) loved it but like the last sentence of the first paragraph is there's quite a lot of sex quite a lot of sexual assault and a fair bit of violence so it's not for the faint-hearted I was like
1: yeah yeah
0: you're not wrong karen i hadn't watched any of it but it went before i'd uh read that um and yeah i mean look Karen just says a lot of stuff. You know, she is a Scottish person exiled in England. So she finds it actually. So she's, you know, I guess knows a little bit more about Scotland than other people might. Um, But she genuinely really enjoys it. There's definitely problems with it, but she just loves uh, Huguen and Balfe uh, as everybody else does. Um, She's also read the books and. Uh, enjoys them um and she's read a lot of books about scotland she says and she says most of them annoy her but outlander didn't for whatever reason and she's just saying like yeah the general scottishness is pretty good the obviously the writer that d- puts a lot of time and effort into it which i think is is great and i would genuinely agree with it um but yeah i mean she just basically finishes it by saying you know it's It's not anything like if you're wanting to sit and watch it for something like groundbreaking and life changing, you're coming to the wrong show. But it is a lot of fun. Just don't watch it with your mum, which I, (laughs) again, highly agree with. Um, And she also says that no matter what other people say, she is not just watching it for a glimpse of Sam Hugan's bum, which I don't believe.
3: Well, because I think
0: I was even watching it for glimpses
3: of Sam Hugan's bum towards the end. Plus, she brought she brought that up unprovoked as well. So it's yes. like I'm not looking yes. at his bum. Like we didn't say you're looking at his bum. All right, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. It just it's just <clears throat> there. I I'm not going to look away when it's on screen.
0: But if it's there, I'll look at it. we but I'm said not looking for We forward. said nothing about it. We said nothing about right, it. Right. But the thing is, no. I look. Stop talking about his bum. I don't want to talk about his bum. I I don't know why. Everybody needs to talk about Sam Hugan's bum. It's unnecessary. okay? Yeah. Just because it's a very nice bum, and I've got a couple <laughs> of
3: pictures of it, and I freeze frame it every time it comes. up. I... To... But that's
0: not important. <laughs> I We're heard. Back.
3: I heard that um, uh, Danielle Garibaldi said that his bum looked weird. She said that. that... <laughs> She said it was too square. (laughs) It (laughs) probably is.
0: It's probably very muscular. Yeah, it's probably got that weird concave that men muscular men's bums get. She
3: said when he poops, it's like Play-Doh. It comes out like square. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Yeah. uh,
0: Has Has Huguen gone full frontal yet? This is to you, Amanda and
1: Tim.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny know. thing
1: is that didn't they blur out, like, oh his, my gosh, his, yes. his sister in the show. So when
2: they aired yeah. it on TV, the sister was breastfeeding, and they blurred that out. But when Blackjack whips it out, when he is raping Jenny.
1: The same character. Yeah.
2: She not it's not blurred. Which that's is
1: very like, weird. Ball that's bag.
2: So- <laughs> <laughs> he is a ball bag. <laughs> yeah. you're not
0: wrong um yeah jenny who's played by laura donnelly not the girl we went to school with <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, very yes. I <laughs> that's just that's just a uh, hey luke uh, we we, act, just, uh... we
3: acted with her in several plays it could be the same exactly <laughs> it could yeah. have happened but yeah. it's not
0: i <laughs> know anyway. she's a, also a very good actor i like her a lot
2: I like her. What, which, which, actually... one, the one
4: we went to school with her.
0: <laughs> no. Yes. No. Wait. The... Confusing. Both of them.
4: Hang on.
3: Uh...
0: <laughs> Sorry, Amanda. What were you saying about Donnelly?
3: Jenny. She... <laughs> How do you know the girl that we went to school with? I don't.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't get this. She was in your class. <laughs> you yeah, didn't notice her. So, she the wow. only wow. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: She was. She went for the part of Claire. Actually. So
0: oh. Was... Oh, I could see that.
2: Yeah, she
3: probably
0: yeah. yeah, she would have been good as well. That's um, we'll
3: call that a fact box.
0: <laughs> that's very good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Chris. What other emails and nonsense have we got? Well, I got
3: a few readers? emails. I've got a few Facebook comments here. J- Johnny, have you? Do you want to chime in um, or?
4: I mean, I can read the email that you emailed us. Yeah, I, I want,
3: want. I want you. To, I'll read the Facebook comments, and you can have a moment in the sun. How about that?
4: no it's fine go you ahead very, you no very, do it this is your episode this is your episode and i'm behind you all the way oh, you're such I'm a boy i get you to do some work here <laughs> jesus christ sometimes. all right well okay well
3: I, we got a few but i'm gonna boil this down mainly to sort of three of our uh more loyal readers who gave who, who came back to us like before the show aired and then after the show aired so thanks very much for the commitment
0: yeah, some some would say too much, but I don't know who that would be. Some would Probably say Johnny.
3: Some would say bordering on obsessive and unnecessary. Yeah. But no, we're we're not saying that. Uh, some would
0: some would ask where I are don't... your kids <laughs> while you're sending these emails? Yeah. What are you what are you doing with your lives?
3: Yeah. But I, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Stop talking about Sam Hugan's bum, for God's sake. Uh anyway. Dina uh says that. She was aware of the show when it first began airing in the US but she never tuned in and the reason that she got involved was was much like you two uh, the pandemic, looking for something new to watch um, She said that she's an avid reader uh, and she found um, the seven book bundle of Diana Gabaldon series on the Kindle uh, for ten ninety nine. that's a pretty good deal that um, and so she bought them and they were unopened for a long time uh, and she then but then kind of got into it. now she says after season five concluded in parentheses, Holy hell, the final episode of that season, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Um, I don't know if the end of season five was, uh, was a bodice ripper of the highest order or a shocker. Um, uh, then she said she decided she needs to start reading the books and she thinks that they're, she says they're long and time consuming, but they're worth the time. Uh, so she said March six was going to be a holiday in her house our phone will be off and I will ignore everything and everyone while I watch the new season. This will be the first ex- season I've experienced in real time. Yes, Sam Hugan makes me tingly. I may or may not, nah. I may or may not have an <laughs> album of photos in my phone titled Sam slash Jamie. Uh, the fact, the fact, <laughs> I mean, yeah, on it, on it, right? The fact, the fact that millions of women and probably many men agree with me makes me happy. I think the series is well acted by all involved, costuming is fantastic the scenery is breathtaking and the use of scots gaelic is wonderful i've even picked up a few words and phrases just like the hawaiians have seen a resurgence of their language and culture over the past few decades i hope the scots continue to see the same and if outlander contributes to that all should be glad um if you can get on board with the time travel or star cross soulmates finding each other across centuries and the mystical powers of standing stones you may find the series is your cuppa uh, so yeah, she says that she, Outlander is one of the reasons that she's planning a 2023 trip to Scotland, which is pretty cool. She's there you go. California native, she understands what tourists are all about, and everyone thinks my state is nothing but beaches, palm trees, and movie stars. Uh, I don't know if this has turned into a pitch for California, like, we're not coming to California, I forget to no. say. <laughs> um... <laughs> season seven
1: so then, <laughs> then she
3: she got back she got back after the episode she said she cracked open a bottle of sassanac spirits whiskey uh, put on my dina fash sassanac hoodie and s- snuggled out, <laughs> up with her husband who she declared as an outmander uh then she said it was a very dark dark episode Tim,
0: are you an outmander she
2: probably um, should have came on here instead of me.
0: <laughs> because... Yeah, but you, you emailed first, so
2: that's
0: the <laughs> so first come first <laughs> served. Yeah. It was yeah. your
3: idea. Um, she said it was... Told, she um, she was actually uh, said she was quite disappointed uh, that the thing it had taken such an extreme turn, and she said she's going to watch the episode another time with the subtitles on. Uh, she said she's getting better at deciphering the Highland Scots accent, but she still needs help. So she pleads, if you're a newcomer, please watch the show from the beginning, and if you watch season six, episode one with no background knowledge, you're going to hate it. You might hate it anyway, but at least it's in the correct order. She probably Rory would hate the fact that you watched yeah. season, just Episode one and episode <laughs> 16 or something. Yeah. Um, then another good one from Maureen. Uh, not my mom. Your mom. I uh, no, as she signs off here, your devoted <laughs> reader, number one in your emails, number two in your hearts. So yeah, <laughs> she knows her place. Um, she admits it's her guilty pleasure, and then she says in brackets, "I was going to say guilty pleasure, but I just couldn't I just, stand to be that." Sorry,
0: ridiculous. you got to give us a moment to go back to before you move on to Maureen. What was the last person's name?
3: Uh, Dina. Dina, Dina, Dina,
0: Dina. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dina. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: hello, Dina. I was questioning the fact that she was making March 6th a holiday in her house, and that she was locking herself in, closing the curtains opening up her bottle of whiskey considering an episode of outlander is only about 50 minutes and then it doesn't take an entire day to watch it then when you mention the fact that her mild obsession with Hugin and the photo album that she has i think we all know that she's probably exploring these tingly feelings that he gives her for the rest of the day in this darkened house i would assume
3: i mean is it lonely up there on your ivory tower rory (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> look i'm not judging i'm not judging i'm just exploring the idea
3: <laughs> jesus
0: christ you look i'm the, the amount of stuff that i've read on outlander and the amount of people that are like <coughs> couples that are, are like yeah we watch it together and it's definitely a form of foreplay for them was shocking again another poor sh- shocking sec yeah your face amanda says it all that's what i that's what i thought wait, about. Wait.
2: people messaged you, or no, you got- no
0: no no this doesn't messages question- oh uh Tim, we're, we're should- not that kind of podcast Tim,
3: you should stop nodding into the camera and giving a double thumbs up it's not
5: appropriate
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh no no stuff i, I am an outlander, right <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh yeah uh look i go to some very specialist websites it's no big deal um no i look i didn't know it was quite so uh sexy and so i went down a bit of a rabbit hole and it turns out that's the a primary reason for a lot of people to read the books and watch the tv show um and the book covers even have that sort of like romance novel look about them as well so it makes sense yeah. it's definitely the kind of audience that they're they're going for so on yourself dina
3: yeah could uh <laughs> call it 50 shades of a <laughs> nice <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: anyway maureen uh maureen number two uh said that she uh discovered outlander about two seasons in which coincided with losing her grandpa montgomery who was a piper, and did his best to educate us about uh, her uh, Ulster Scots roots. Um, And she said after she finished the first season, she too, like Dina, found out that it was based on novels. She's an English teacher, so she dug into the books. uh, And then she's about a third of the way through the ninth novel, after apparently they pulled from two books in one season, which I guess must be sacrilege for an english teacher i mean that just <laughs> yeah uh so she says from my american understanding of this very important piece of scottish history gabaldon has been rather thorough in her research so it's a far sight more accurate than the pod's favorite scottish historical nightmare braveheart uh fair enough agreed um as much as i do love the series the books are much better though i'm certainly i am absolutely murdering the gaelic pronunciations in my head I also must confess, as pleasing to the eye as Sam Hugan may be, I much prefer Graham McTavish. Um, I don't know if that's a sentiment that's shared amongst many of the Outlander fans, but uh, I I don't know. I can see that. I don't know. Um, For this reader, season six of Outlanders did not disappoint. More backstory, more additions to the Ridge, more obligatory sex scenes, more lovely Scottish accents and awkward American accents. Everything we've come to love and expect. Curious to see what direction the producers will go. uh if they're going to blend the novels or bring in other pieces or whatever uh and then jane ann this is the last email i've I've got a couple others i'm not going to drag it too much longer jane ann said if you're looking for opinions i love it and hate it at the same time (laughs) which i think a lot of people do love the men in kilts especially sam h but can't stand that they do things like pretend uh falkland is inverness which I'm quite familiar with, and the anachronisms. They drive me crazy, so I watch a few episodes and then refuse to watch any more. It's taken a year, and I'm only in season three. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess she hate-washes it. I don't really know. <laughs> Did um, she explain what she loved about it, other than Hugan? No, it was just Hugen Hugin. Right, um, got, it. That, got it. And then we got we got some decent Facebook messages, uh, all, in, all kind of saying much the same thing. Uh, Don Taylor said um, excellent start to new season lots and lots of foreshadowing with all that was percolating in the Carolinas at the time uh, I guess that's where the nat- the nat- them that, that, is that in America? That- <laughs> Carolinas they're yeah. in America right? I believe so Okay, I believe uh, okay. it will be interesting sorry, to see
0: wait, I-, I just want to sorry I just need to check with an expert Um, Tim, Amanda Carolinas are they in America?
1: it's actually Carolina Carolina <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. Not a <laughs> thank you, um, thank
3: you. But it, there's also a bit of discourse on the This Will Do nicely Facebook page, and if you haven't been on it, I suggest you check it out. Um, first off, Chuck says I've never seen it. I don't know why you're commenting. <laughs> I don't know. Why, I don't know why you're commenting, Chuck, in the first place.
4: Yeah, it's like those Google reviews of like locations. Yeah. Where, like one star, never been. yeah <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've never oh, seen it. Slightly interested, but would much rather watch a true historical documentary slash show in Scotland opposed to someone's interpretation of it. Kind of like the Titanic Pearl Harbor movies. Okay. Uh, then. I, I like okay. you, Chuck. No, 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 Hold on. Hold on. It gets better. It gets better. Because Paige goes in for the kill shot here. She goes.
2: Okay, this is on your Facebook page yeah. so people can talk to you. Oh, yeah, each yeah. Other. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: So Paige goes. You know how social media works, right, Amanda?
2: <laughs> She's
1: been on
0: Facebook. <laughs> <the process.
5: laughs> It's actually <laughs> pronounced Facky Book.
3: so. And like Facebook, this is all just disinformation as well. So you know, it's fine. Uh, Page goes, "It just seems like old old lady porn," and then yeah. and then Dina from the emails comes back in, comes back in flying. Yes, Dina. And she goes, "Then I must be an old lady," and then yes, Dina. <laughs> and then and then Page says, "Oh, whoops." Uh, Totally didn't mean to offend if I did. I support old lady porn habits.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How did I miss this?
4: (laughs) I know. And then
3: then I tried to come in with something funny, but obviously I misspell because I'm probably half drunk when I do it. Uh, And then there's a little back and forth and then Dina finishes with, I enjoy young lady porn too. So...
0: Oh, wait, wait, Dina. Just make sure they're of age. That's all we're asking. Just be careful (laughs) there. (laughs) Crazy,
5: <laughs> and then excited
4: for a future employer to find these comments <laughs> online somewhere. And
3: then and then Paige shared a picture of a book called The Wrong Highlander with a very sexy sexy man in the front. And I said if he's the wrong highlander, I don't want to know what's right. So Nice.
1: You know, very
0: good. <laughs> I do think Johnny, I think you and I were talking about it in the pub and we referred to it as daytime porn. Or like like <laughs> prime time porn or something like that. That's how we were discussing
3: Outlander. Yeah. 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 Well. Anyway, I like, I, I think Chuck's might be my favorite. Never seen it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's great. Probably not going to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's incredible. Thank, I mean, thank you everybody for getting in touch. Genuinely, I know we're taking the piss, but it was brilliant. Trolling <laughs> through all of your
4: bizarre. It definitely struck a nerve somewhere. Cause like, you know, we, we get some correspondence from time to time and people message us, but like this was a different level, I think. Yeah. Compared to lots that we've gone and over, in the Can hospital. I make
3: a special request? Like, we did put out uh, uh, asking people to leave a message um and we only got one and it <laughs> I, can we just drop it in here because it's an absolute all-timer it amazing. of just oh, uh, it's from yes. josh who yes. has been was on our live show and he has drawn us the picture of malcolm the climate change tonight manatee among other things and he's great he's very fun to talk to on twitter as is his wife who makes fun of him an awful lot but he left this <laughs> amazing message for us which if you could just please play it in full here, yes. because it's incredible. I will put it on. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> hey, uh, I really hope this is the This Will be Nicely podcast voicemail. Uh, this is Josh. I was listening to your uh, show today, and I'm glad you guys thought of me when it came to Devil's Penises. I um, knew you guys were aware of my, my foray into uh, maniche artwork. Uh, I didn't know you knew about my earlier stuff with the uh, phallic arts. Uh, I had a small, um, exhibition in my middle school bathroom, uh, until I got caught. But, uh, I had a gallery too as well. It was on the West End, I believe. But, uh, yeah, I'll, you know, definitely give that a shot. Um, my timeline is probably going to be similar to Johnny's when it comes to, uh, you know, like with the same song and whatnot. But, uh, you know, I guess, uh, I'll get a team put together and I'll figure that out. But, uh, you know, I've talked to some other artists who've, uh, tackled the subject and they said, you know, not to overwork the devil's penis or it could become like a sticky situation. So, you know, I'm going to be very careful there. And it's, uh, you know, quite a large subject to cover. So, you know, I'm really ready to get in there with both hands and grasp it firmly. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd also drawn you guys some other stuff as well. I did some, uh, it's a big tapestry. It's very elaborate, you know, depicting the uh, the great manatee battles. I put it in a safe, though, uh, along with most of my kilt porn. But I was taking it somewhere, and I lost it maybe over a bridge somewhere, I believe. I never found it. But uh I guess talking about kilt porn, I could also give you my thoughts on Outlander. I've watched, like, maybe two seasons. Yeah, I think like a season and a half. It's not half bad. You know, like, uh, the characters are believable. Like, I believe them as, as being those people. And I know it's fictional, but, uh, I guess, like, the historical settings that they used seem pretty accurate as far as, like, the day to day life and things that were going on in the country. And, you know, I guess Sam is the guy that, uh, gets the cat's cream or something like that or makes cat's cream something either or. But, uh, you guys said to watch the ca- A Castle for Christmas, so I've been watching that, like, non-stop since December, so I'll probably move on to something else soon. I guess maybe I'll jump back into Outlander. But, oh, I do have a movie suggestion for you guys to review. uh Get Duped. if you're interested. in, It's, uh, I guess about four kids getting their Duke of Edinburgh award, and uh, you know, it's like a dark comedy you guys might enjoy. But, uh,
0: yeah that's it yeah yes so I mean thank you for that Josh Uh, yeah and look again if you've got more thoughts on uh, Outlander and the TV show get in touch with us Uh, if you want us this is what we should do if we ever do a Patreon this could be like one of our tiered things as an Outlander watch along we just start at episode one and just lay into it. If you if you are willing to pay for that, let us know. Um, <laughs> tier starts at four hundred dollars. Uh, an episode, in, an episode, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I think we said almost everything that we can about the show. Um, I guess Johnny, you got any any last thoughts on outlander i just
4: never thought you know a few years ago you said i'd really like to do a podcast and never for one moment did i think we'd be sitting here talking about outlander and its benefits to the scottish tourism efforts but here we are and it's kind of amazing (laughs) i I don't know i I sort of am a bit like i found it hard work to watch it if i'm honest and i was a bit like oh it's just another one of these ones but like it clearly does a lot for people and i think if it brings some attention to, like, the beauty of Scotland and people visiting, that's not a bad thing, so, uh, yeah, and thanks to the boxes for joining us to talk about it, yeah. Yeah, Bruce. thank you. Yeah, I like, uh, uh, there's always a certain level of
3: uh, bullshitting in this podcast and talking about stuff that we don't know, but this particular episode Felt very like when you didn't do any work for a book review in school and then <laughs> and then you got up in front of the class and were like, of mice and men is both about mice and men. <laughs> the that. heights
0: were incredibly weathered <laughs> in this book. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was indeed a story about two different cities. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: uh the boxes um what are your what are your what is anything that you need to get off your your chest about outlander anything that you feel you need to tell us
2: um, I don't last know.
0: thoughts
1: yeah you know um it's certainly got plenty of issues you know but it's i don't know i think it's something that we really enjoyed you know, brought us together during the, the pandemic. And yeah, you know, I think
2: that's really the main reason, too. If it wasn't because we were stuck in the house forever, we wouldn't have watched it. I don't think. It,
1: yeah. And it, it's a fun show. You know, obviously, there any show you can pick out things that are, that are wrong with her or whatever. Um, I'm hoping she doesn't ride a dragon and burn Westeros at the end of uh, <laughs> the. You know, it, it's been enjoyable.
2: Yeah. It made me want to go visit Scotland. So you should that's that's
1: definitely you you guys
0: should go over there Um, i mean i
2: guess we should have asked
3: you to this uh do you have any connections to scotland or was this just happenstance that you stumbled upon outlander and then you came across our very stupid podcast as a result of it i mean how did that kind of happen
1: yeah you know so like many americans i got into the whole ancestry lineage type deal and you know stuff on there but that you don't want to hear about (laughs) (laughs) like i'm sure every american has told you um but yeah you know it it definitely got got us interested and we were just looking for something to get into and uh i listened to the scottish history podcast i believe with with owen and then found that collab you guys did on halloween and thought it was hilarious and then you know we were kind of uh really into history you know and that was just kind of a rabbit hole we went down was was scotland and england and um
2: well that was my thing too i so i'm native american and there's not a lot of history there because they obliterated <laughs> yeah. oh, no yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that like learning about all this is like way more fun than just the, stuff the my ancestry the, the,
0: generations of genocide i don't understand why you would find scottish history more interesting than that <laughs> 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 um well look i mean like thank you so much for for coming on for suggesting we talk about this um and i i don't know the thing that, I think the thing that frustrates me, it, look, it's just not for me. That's right, the thing. Uh, right.
3: I was going to ask you, Rory, are you going to stick with the show?
1: <sighs> no, probably if not. If you're frustrated now. <laughs> yeah, <you're> gonna... <laughs> probably not. I may go back to it
0: eventually. I think maybe, well, the ringing endorsement from the boxes was, if you've got nothing else to do and you're literally stuck in your house, I guess you might as well watch it. So if I find right, myself yeah. in that situation, maybe I'll watch it. Because on paper, it's like, Science fiction, it's history, it's sexy, it's Scotland. It's sh- it's all things that I'm interested in and I should like, but it just it. doesn't hit it. No, I don't hate it. It just doesn't quite hit it for me. Um, And I think it's just not made for me. It's made for, for other people, and that's totally fine. So I do appreciate it, and I I don't think it's bad. I just – I personally don't like it. So I guess – you should give it a try. Watch the first couple of episodes. If it's a bit much for you, that's fine. Move on. Go and watch something else. But I do think there's a lot to get out of it. And I do really like the the leads actors. And, you know, the costumes are nice. Um, and I guess other things probably happen. I don't know. But there is an incredible <laughs> amount of sexual assault. So if you're not into that stuff, don't don't watch it. And like Karen said, don't watch it with your mum because there's going to be some awkward conversations after that. So, with that ringing endorsement of probably one of the most successful TV shows to be filmed in Scotland, this will do, lads and lady. This will do nicely. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and write a quick review on whichever podcasting app you're using. It really does help us out. We'd love to hear from you either via our email, thistledonicelypod at gmail.com or via facebook.com slash thistledopod or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at thistledopod. You can also visit our website, thistledonicelypod.com. All original music in this podcast is written and performed by our very own Johnny Naismith. Please like and subscribe to his YouTube channel and follow him on Instagram at J A W underscore K N E E underscore. Love, hugs, and kisses from the Thistle Do Nicely Pod.
5: Oh, hey, it's Josh again. I forgot uh, one last thing, though Uh, Nibhai football rules. That was it. Bye.